0: Right now on WCNC Charlotte at 11, we continue to cover Election Day here for you in the Carolinas. WCNC Charlotte is your election headquarters. We saw so many of you flocking to the polls, and now we are starting to see some race results.
1: We have live team coverage in North and South Carolina from Winston-Salem to Raleigh to Columbia and Charleston. And, of course, around the Charlotte area, our reporters are standing by. Let's get started with the big races here.
0: Yes, so let's start in North Carolina. That race for the Senate seat, which we just told you moments ago projected by NBC News to go to Ted Budd. We've got, of course, the Republican facing off against the Democrat Sherry Beasley.
1: We've been watching another highly contested race in North Carolina. That's the fight for the state's new 14th district. And now we want to get over to Jeff Jackson's camp.
0: Yes, we are seeing uh, Jeff Jackson face off against Republican Pat Harrigan, but it looks like Jackson here, uh, the projected winner of this race. And WCNC Charlotte's Julia Kaufman is live in Charlotte um, to talk about the uh, mood and certainly a big night for the folks there in that room.
2: Certainly is Vanessa Fred. The room is just now starting to clear out. Although I believe State Senator Jeff Jackson is still here talking to reporters. People were excited. The room was exploding with energy because as of right now, with 96% of precincts reporting, Jeff Jackson is the projected winner of the 14th congressional district. He secured 57% of the vote so far. And you may remember about a year ago he withdrew his bid for the U.S. Senate and endorsed Sherry Beasley. Tonight he is is certainly glad that he did. Now, Jackson called his win a rare opportunity to change the expectations in politics since the 14th district is new. He says he plans to focus on improving career and education opportunities, affordable housing, and expanding health care. He also called on politicians and people on both sides of the aisle to come together.
1: As far apart as we are today, We have to come back together. We have to. One of the ways we're going to do that is by seeing a shared future that we want to achieve more than we want to fight each other.
2: Jackson also thanked his Republican opponent, Pat Harrigan, for a good campaign, calling him a good person who loves his country. In Charlotte, Julia Kaufman, WCNC
1: All right, Julia, thank you. Meanwhile, our Jane Monreal standing by at Pat Harrigan's uh, headquarters. Jane, this has to be one of the more cordial uh, races that we've seen in the entire country.
3: Well, Fred, I think they might uh, contest that during the race itself. It was kind of getting contentious at times. And then tonight, though, both saying that uh, each opponent was quite formidable. Pat Harrigan conceding shortly after uh, the uh, precincts were coming in, showing that State Senator Jeff Jackson was going to win the 14th District. But the owner here of Legacy Event Center is pretty much just staying up for us as this place has quieted down. Uh, Everyone has left the Gaston County GOP viewing party and then this is what Pat had to say about moving forward as America.
1: We have far too many politicians in Washington and not enough leaders. Remember politicians are worried about winning the next election. Leaders concern themselves with the next generation.
4: How do we fix it? It's a simple answer leadership.
3: Harrigan had said that uh, economy and uh, abortion and inflation and all of the issues that are important to voters can be solved with good leadership. As far as his own future goes in politics this was never his trajectory he said. So as far as trying to pursue this as a career that is uh, still to be uh, undecided, to be, still to be decided, I should say. Uh, but right now he said that uh, he ran his race and has no regrets. Live in Gastonia, Jane Monreal, WCNC Charlotte all right jane thank you so much and
0: so yeah we got to talk about this particular race some more not just the numbers we're seeing but also just the fact that this is this is a new district
1: yeah our carolyn Brooke is uh, has more on the analysis of this race uh with information on the touch board there carolyn
5: yeah so let's talk about it so this is the 14th district it's the brand new one 2020 census uh, said our population is growing because as we know it is so we have this new district and and it's really a, a tale of two counties for the 14th district we've got mecklenburg county here and then gaston county there and you can see it's split red for the Republicans and blue for the Democrats this area of Mecklenburg County though the population size is much bigger than what we see in Gaston County so we want to bring in Scott Huffman who is a political science professor with Winthrop University so this district brand new and the way that they the, the lines were drawn uh, were on purpose it was intentional
4: it was, but I don't think the, the Republicans necessarily uh, thought that the House races would play out exactly as they did. This is going to definitely be a pickup for the uh, Democrats. Um, we have a brand new congressional district, so they get it, and the, the Republicans are denied it. But there may be also be a pickup in Ted Budd's old district in the 13th. So that would, as you and I were looking at beforehand, take the congressional delegation. From for the House in North Carolina from eight Republicans and five Democrats to seven of each. And a lot of that comes down to the success in the 14th district for the Democrats.
5: So as we take a look at this, this is an area in Raleigh. So we're talking about, you can see it's it's three parts for republicans one for the democrats and yes this was ted budd's old seat so going back to 14 uh, the lines are drawn this way we've got this uh, rep is there a chance that this district could then shift or be changed in the future
4: well i mean it could be changed after the next census but uh, the voting patterns could shift as suburbs grow into Gaston County. That's what you're going to be looking for to see a change. The more suburbs come in, the more Republican leaning it gets. It's already Republican leaning, but the population difference is so massive. However, no matter how fast those suburbs grow, Charlotte uh, City proper is growing leaps and bounds, and it doesn't look to slow down anytime soon. So, given those two dynamics, it doesn't look like it'll be switching in the next election cycle or even the one after.
5: So it is a Democrat area right now and you can see that with Jeff Jackson winning. I'll send it back to you guys, Vanessa, Fred. We're staying up so you don't have to.
1: We'll have all the results from city bonds to school board races and congressional races.
5: See the difference tomorrow morning on Wake Up Charlotte 430 to 7 a.m.
1: Time to pay up. After two and a half years of deferrals, pandemic relief loans for small businesses are coming due.
6: We haven't been able to really recover.
1: Where's the Money investigates options for businesses still fighting to thrive. WCNC Charlotte Wednesday at 6. The Carolina Chevy Storm Tracker. Only on WCNC Charlotte.
0: Welcome back. We want to take a look now at some of those Palmetto state-based races. And as you can see here with 62% of the vote, Tim Scott projected to retain this U.S. Senate seat representing South Carolina. You recall he was running against Democrat Crystal Matthews.
1: Our dear Eskiva joins us now down in Charleston at Scott's campaign headquarters.
7: Yeah, well, this race was called minutes after polls closed tonight here in South Carolina. Incumbent Senator Tim Scott defeated his Democratic challenger, Crystal Matthews.
4: God bless South Carolina!
7: Scott has been in Congress since 2013, though the AP reports he doesn't plan to run again after this term ends. In his speech tonight, Scott did hint at a possible presidential run in the future, but did not say anything concrete about his plans. He also voiced support for police, as well as building a wall on the southern border.
4: Is America finished yet? The answer is no. We have work to be done. We are the city on the hill. We are the beacon
1: in the midst of the darkness. We have a
4: responsibility given to us by God, and we will finish our work.
7: Scott also voiced support for single mothers. At one point, he brought his own mom on stage and gave her a bouquet of flowers. The audience cheered when he did that, preparing Scott for another six years in Congress. In Charleston, Indira Esquiva, WCNC Charlotte.
1: Dear, thank you. Also in the Palmetto State, Governor Henry McMaster will lead South Carolina for another four years, it appears. And tonight he beat Democratic candidate Joe Cunningham.
0: Yep, that's according to those projections we're seeing here in WCNC Charlotte's. Austin Walker joining us live from Governor McMaster's watch party in Columbia. We certainly saw a celebration and a lot of exuberance from the governor there in his speech tonight, Austin.
8: Yeah you could say the least for that I think it was more of a pretty big explosion of happiness right there but again Governor Governor McMaster having a very very good day he says obviously reclinching his spot as South Carolina governor defeating Democratic challenger Joe Cunningham like we said the watch party has been full of excitement all day long people very very happy about the outcome of this year's election now again looking at what this looks like for right now this is a historic win for South Carolina and the Palmetto State because again if he completes the second term would serve as governor for a total of 10 years longer than any other executive in the state's history now throughout the campaign he's been very happy and excited and uh, very much into what he's been talking about when it comes to the economy saying that throughout his administration it's been booming saying that throughout the COVID-19 pandemic he allowed jobs to be created um, while a lot of other states closed down South Carolina stayed open but again very excited time for Governor Henry McMaster as he takes the podium and here's what he had to say
4: We're on a a good track right now. South Carolina's booming and we're gonna keep on booming. We're gonna keep on booming, booming. And like that famous philosopher, Tim McGraw, said also a country western singer, I like it, I love it, I want some more
8: of it. Thank you. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. That's pretty much what you have to mic drop it at this point. Governor master, extremely excited once again taking back his seat as South Carolina governor, defeating Democratic nominee Joe Cunningham. But for now, reporting live tonight from Columbia, Austin Walker, WCNC Charlotte.
0: Welcome back. Not to be lost in all of the nationwide races that we've been watching. We got some local school board races to talk about, too. Seats up for grabs and really playing a big part in your child's education, potentially. Looking at CMS District 1, we saw a big surprise there.
1: WCNC Charlotte Shamaria Morrison joins us now with the latest on this race.
6: It looks like the District 1 seat is not going to the incumbent, Rhonda Cheek. She has conceded the race to her opponent, which is Melissa Easley. She is the Democrat running in this race, and she's also a newcomer to the race. She is a former CMS teacher, so she's just removed from the classroom. Rhonda Cheek was the Republican in that race. She was known as the moderate vote a lot of times, voting with her Democratic colleagues, although the school board. Board elections in North Carolina are nonpartisan, but we've seen a lot of partisanship when it comes to school board races. And I spoke to each of those candidates. Rhonda says she's excited for Easley to potentially take over this seat and Easley tells me that she is ready to hit the ground running because now she believes she will be the District 1 elect representative. Shamaria Morrison for WCNC Charlotte.
1: Now let's look to North Carolina's District 12. Democratic incumbent Alma Adams won her re-election over Republican Tyler Lee.
0: And WCNC Charlotte's Jesse Pierre shares what her campaign had to say.
6: It is a celebration for Congresswoman Alma Adams who will be representing District 12 for her fifth term. The Democrat easily crushed her GOP challenger in an overwhelmingly blue district. Adams took to the podium during I'm her watch party. She thanked sure God, her staff, everyone who campaigned for her and all those who voted for her. She said there is a lot of work that needs to be done and she will continue to focus on several key issues like affordable housing, the economy and higher education.
5: I do encourage everyone to take the passionate intensity and clearly I've seen it throughout early vote and even today uh, that we felt over the past few weeks and to recommit Uh, to the pursuit of justice for all Americans because I believe that that's what not only we need but what we want.
6: She says she will continue to work with both sides of the aisles on district priorities and she is looking forward to seeing the results as they come in tonight in Uptown, Jesse Pierre, WCNC, Charlotte.
1: Meanwhile, taking a look at another congressional race here for North Carolina's 8th District, DOP's Dan Bishop taking the win over Democrat Scott Huffman.
0: And our Megan Bragg gives us an update tonight from a Bishop watch party in Union County. Here at Dan Bishop's camp, they are celebrating as he won the 8th District for the NC House. Bishop was running against Democratic candidate Scott Huffman. Bishop served in the NC State Senate from 2017 to 2019, and he has been in Congress since. He has a lot of goals for North Carolina. One is the economy.
4: Inflation, the cost of living is out of control, and
1: that has a cause. It didn't just happen. It's caused by terrible policies uh, by Joe Biden and Democrats in Washington.
0: And you heard him right there. His main focus is to really help with the economy. He says he wants to get prices down for North Carolinians. Reporting in Union County, Megan Bragg, WCNC Charlotte.
1: Thank you, Megan. And coming up after the break, we are getting even more analysis of these election results.
0: That's right. You know, we're going to be sitting down with Winthrop political science professor, Scott Huffman, to talk about the results, were there surprises, what are the implications, all those insights coming up next.
5: We're staying up so you don't have to.
1: We'll have all the results from city bonds to school board races and congressional races.
5: See the difference tomorrow morning on Wake Up Charlotte, 430
1: to 7 a.m. And for more of what happened in tonight's elections and more to come, stick with us on WCNC.com.
0: Thanks for joining us.